Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Country Heat Weekly ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Please, if you would just speak your name into the microphone so they have an audio tag. Matthew Thomas Ramsey. Trevor Joseph Rosen. The first. <laughs> the first. Brad Francis Tercy. George Jeffrey Sprung Jr. Ooh, George Jeffrey. Me, George Jeffrey. Is that why Jeff is with a G? So you'd be Gigi? I am Gigi, I guess. Yeah, no one's ever called me oh that my until gosh. today. Oh. Gigi. Gigi. I kind of like that. Gigi. I kind of like that. Thanks so much. Gigi. <laughs> Gigi. Uh, I made it 44 Gigi. years, but that's cool. <laughs> Hey, y'all, Maren Morris here. It's Keith Urban. This is Eric Church on Country Heat Weekly. Hey, it's Ashley McBride. This is Jackson Dean. And we are Old Old Dominion. Dominion. We're taking over the house on this episode of Country Heat Weekly. Welcome to the destination for country music fans. You found Country Heat Weekly. I'm Amber Anderson. And I'm Kelly Sutton. And we are pumped today because not only are some of our favorite people coming in to join us on the pod, they've dropped a bunch of new music on us this week. Old Dominion! As we record this, their new EP, Memory Lane Sampler, is less than 12 hours old. So we have a lot of questions for the guys. And knowing them, it might be kind of difficult to get a straight answer. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) When we have a group on the pod, we have to move out of our little studio and into the living room because that's the only place we all fit. But before they get here, we have a lot more things to discuss, including songs we're digging on the Country Heat playlist and a check of the latest country music news. And that's where we're going to start. So let's find out what's cooking in country music. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. The rumors have finally been confirmed. Luke Combs is officially dropping a new album on us this spring. This means any plans that we had for March 24th are now canceled because (laughs) we will be spending the entire day listening to these 18 unreleased songs on repeat. Obviously. I mean, I was over the moon when I saw Luke's post on social media. He broke the big news just using the words, new album, 18 songs, March 24th. And this is perfect timing because his world tour literally starts the day after this project drops. So all you lucky ticket holders going to see him at AT AT&T Stadium are going to be some of the first people to hear the new music live. Now, it's only been a few months since Luke released his last album, Growing Up. 
And if you'll recall, I suggested he should release a deluxe edition called Gettin' Old to go along with the song of the same name that he dropped on social media, Growing Up, Gettin' Old. But apparently, he had bigger plans. Opportunity missed, Luke. (laughs) Kelly's idea was so good. But hey, we'll take whatever music you give us. Another artist that has some pretty big news to share is Jimmy Allen. Delaware State University's 2023 class is in for a treat because Jimmy has been invited to be the keynote speaker for the graduation ceremony on May 12th. Now, I know Jimmy is a Delaware native, but did he go to Delaware State? He did attend DSU for a short time before he moved to Nashville in 2007 to pursue music, but he didn't graduate. However, he is going to receive an honorary degree at the ceremony. Okay, don't try this one at home, kids. Not everyone can drop out of school and still get a degree. I wonder if he has any nerves about speaking to the next generation of leaders. No pressure, Jimmy. (laughs) Speaking of big audiences, the lineup for the 2023 Rodeo Houston, which is both a rodeo and a concert, has been announced, and it is stacked with country music stars. The three-week event kicks off February 28th with a performance from the reigning ACM new male artist, Parker McCollum. Last year, Parker made his debut at Rodeo Houston with a sold-out crowd. That was the top of the mountain for a kid from Texas. The biggest thing that I ever thought I'd be able to do was headline the Houston Rodeo. Um, I've thought about it every single day since I was a little kid. Played a lot of really hole-in-the-wall bars, really, you know, sold no tickets at shows, rode around for years in a van, all the while thinking and, and pushing myself to keep going, hoping that I would get to play the Houston Rodeo one day. That was the, that's the pinnacle for me. John Party, Chris Stapleton, and Luke Bryan will wrangle the crowd's attention on stage this year as headliners. Other performers include Ashley McBride, Brad Paisley, Brooks and Dunn, Kenny Chesney, Zach Brown Band, Jason Aldean, and Cody Johnson. All of whom I love, but maybe not quite as much as I love New Kids on the Block, who are also on the lineup along with the Chainsmokers and Machine Gun Kelly. I've never been to the Houston Rodeo, so I think I need to put in a trip to Space City on my country music bucket list. And you know I want to be there if New Kids on the Block is anywhere near there. So let's go. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. I've got a long list of shows, though, that I want to get to this year. In fact, several tours are kicking off next week. We've got Old Dominion's No Bad Vibes tour starting Thursday and running through June 30th. We'll get all the scoop on that coming up in a little bit from the guys themselves. That same day, Mitchell Timpenny will launch his This is the Heavy Tour, which will continue through February 25th. Then on Friday, Cody Johnson and Scotty McCreary will kick off their tours. Welcome to 2023. I hope you enjoyed the holiday break because we're clearly jumping right back into things at full speed. you're new to the podcast, we get our name from the Country Heat playlist on Amazon Music, their flagship playlist for the hottest new country songs. One of the tunes on the playlist right now is the Tyler Hubbard single, Dancing in the Country. You talked to Tyler recently, didn't you, Kelly? I did for one of my seven jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Dancing in the Country is one Tyler wrote with Keith Urban. So, of course, I had to find out which one came first, the song or the tour. The song. We didn't even know we were going to be on tour when we wrote that song. So that was cool. Well, give me the inside. What was happening that day? Me and Keith had been friends for a while and stayed in contact and wanted to write together. And our schedules had just made it difficult. But we finally got in a room and that was the first song we wrote was Dancing in the Country. And then 
I remember him joking as we were leaving the right and being like, I think we just wrote your first single. And so we knew that I was, I mean, we knew that I was putting out an album, that I was doing the thing and eventually going to go to radio. And he was just joking with me, but it turns out it was the second single. But yeah, it's, uh, it was cool to have that history, you know, going on tour and knowing we did write a few more times on tour, but just having that, knowing that we had chemistry in the room and mm -hmm. really were aligned creatively was, was nice. This sounds like it could be a Keith Urban song. It has that groove that makes you just want to roll the windows down and drive a little too fast. <laughs> yes, it does. What else is catching your ear? Well, I love the way that this playlist introduces us to new artists. So I kind of went into a deep dive on Ella Langley, who has a song out called Country Boy's Dream Girl. What did you learn about her? Okay, she's a native of somewhere called Hope Hole, Alabama, an unincorporated community that's apparently home to a drive through zoo. <laughs> I passed that sign on my way home to Florida. You do? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, then you know. She grew up listening to Stevie Nicks on vinyl and is a total tomboy. Ah, okay. So this song is autobiographical. Some boys like heels and short skirts, rooftop girls and $20 drinks. Some boys want them pretty as a picture, hanging on their arm, not saying a thing. She moved to Nashville just before the pandemic and has now signed to Columbia Records. Well, Ella probably relates to the small town life that Sam Hunt sings about in another song on the playlist, Start Nowhere. And I need to get back to who I am. There ain't but just one road there. Sometimes you gotta start nowhere. Now, I know that Sam is from a small town himself, Cedartown, Georgia. Mm -hmm. So... I think he's got the small town thing down. I always think he's from Alabama. Probably because of Montevallo, right? Yeah. Okay, that was the first <laughs> album. Yes. But it was written about his then-girlfriend, now-wife's hometown. She's yes. from Alabama. Correct. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Several of the Amazon Music Breakthrough artists to watch have songs on the playlist as well, including next week's center stage guest, Jackson Dean. To get all these songs and more, open up your Amazon Music app and search for Country Heat. You'll see Old Dominion on the cover art. Or ask Alexa, play Country Heat. It's time to play the game that we play every week called Who Said That? We'll read you a quote from someone on the Country Heat playlist, and you try to figure out who said it. And then when we get back from the break, we'll play the audio and see if you were right. This week, we have an artist talking about their favorite movie, which they said was the rodeo drama Eight Seconds. The quote is... I grew up around rodeos. I used to always go to my mama and papa's house, and they had two movies, Old Yeller, which I also loved, and Eight Seconds. <laughs> Both such sad movies. <laughs> Who was subjected to that as a child? Keep listening, <laughs> and we'll tell you right here on Country Heat Weekly. This is Keith Urban. It's Lainey Wilson. We're, We're Dan, Dan and Shay. Hey, this is Kane Brown. And I'm Mel King. More Country Heat Weekly is on the way. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. 
Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, it's time to tell you who said that. So I grew up around rodeos. I used to always go to my mamaw's and papaw's house, and they had a cassette player, and they had two movies, and it was Old Yeller, which I also loved, and Eight Seconds. Kane Brown! Brown. <laughs> oh, Kane, please don't make your daughters watch Old Yeller. It is so sad. We had to watch that in the fifth grade. It was traumatizing. Why would they do that to you? I have no idea. Oh. So bad. Okay, buckle up, y'all. We've left the studio. We've moved into our living room area, the Country Heat House, just in order to accommodate our guest on this week's episode. Five-time ACM and five-time CMA Vocal Group of the Year. Please welcome Old Dominion. Hey! Wouldn't it be great if I called you by the wrong band name? It's happened before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Little Big Town! <laughs> We, no, we've been called One, One Dominion. Dominion. Yeah. yeah. One Dominion? That, liter- that literally happened. Yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome One Dominion. It was the same kind of buildup. They were like, yeah, it was, we were about to walk out. And they said, like, here they are, One Dominion. And we were like, <laughs> Has uh, anyone ever called we- you One Direction? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I think that's what was in, in their head. You guys just dropped a bunch of new music on everybody all at the same time. We're going to dig into those songs and what it all means. But let's get started with Memory Lane. Um, where did all of this start? Was that the first song? Was it the last song? How did it all come about? No, it was just a song in the in the batch. This next like album, whenever it's done, you know, we're just kind of releasing it piece at a time. But it's kind of a a mix of old songs and new songs, songs we've been sitting on for a while, and um, some things that we just wrote. This is this is one that's newer, mm-hmm. and we wrote it. I mean, at this point, a year ago, I think, and um. We were just in Brad's house and he had this little groove going and Jesse Joe Dillon was there. She had the title and we were just t- trying to explore and um, what that would be about. And somebody said, you know, if I could buy a house on Memory Lane. And that was the like thing that sparked everyone, got us excited. And it was like going down a road, you know, it was like we were just what's next, what's next, what's next until we had a song and uh, we're super pumped about it. If I could buy a house on Memory Lane. I'd put my money down and I'd sign my name. Was this the first co-write with a female? On an old Dominion? Um, probably. Um, I don't know. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you're making us think. <laughs> I don't know that we've cut any. Yeah, no, this is probably the first one. Wow, surely that can't be true. Well, our sources have triple checked. Wow. What about this song made it feel right to kick off this next chapter of OD music? A few things, but I think first and foremost, which we always try to kind of keep our eye on this ball, is that it was it was our favorite song, you know? And I think it, it has all the elements that we love as Old Dominion. It has, a, you know, sort of a nostalgic, um, you know, wistful lyric over a, a kind of a, a catchy, almost dance beat on this one. And, you know, it was that thing that sounds a little bit different than anything else we've done, but it still sounds sort of definitively us in a weird way. And I don't know why or how that happens, but... That's the political answer. Right. The real answer is we talked 
this discussion into the ground. Did you? Okay. okay. <laughs> Trying to figure out. Like I didn't say we arrived at it easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, ultimately got there. there. That's the yeah. answer. Yeah. But man, it was a long discussion <laughs> yeah. trying to figure out what song to come with. Which first. is a good problem to have For when sure. you only have yeah. one good new one. You know, it's it's nice to have. You know, we we really love the new stuff that we've recorded. So it's a good problem to have to to make it a tough decision. Okay, so I want to dig into the concept of the sampler. Because we're calling it a sampler. It's not an EP, correct? Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, Memory lane, like, the sampler. Correct. I feel like everybody's overthinking sure. this. We just want to put out some songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's our job. They were, you let us they were like, this. you have to call it something. So we're like, that's yeah. sampler. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's our job. Let us have this. <laughs> it's like, we're not going <laughs> to call it an EP. Yeah, it's really not thought out. <laughs> okay. So it's a sampler. I like mm-hmm. the word. It, yeah, it works. Sure. It works. So everything was recorded in Key West, correct? There's one um, the song, um, Freedom Like You, was recorded here okay. in Nashville. So, so far, all of the songs that we recorded for this project, it's kind of split. Some of them in Key West, some of them here in Nashville. So, Freedom Like You is the one that we recorded here, but we wanted to release it because we're about to start this tour, and we put that at the front of the set. So, it's the, it's how we're kicking off the whole show with this big rocking song, and we, want, we were like, maybe we should put that one out so yeah. that people get a little familiar. It's a rocker. Wrote it with Jordan Davis. Yeah. We recorded it first. You recorded yeah. it first. <laughs> I was going to say, we actually asked him about like when you go into co-writes with other artists, what is it like being like, are we writing for you? Are we writing for me? Are we writing yeah. just to that write is, and see what happens? That is the thing. It is interesting, you know. And that day, I don't think, in my mind, I was like, we're writing sort of a Jordan Davis song. That felt in my mind, but it came time to record and we had it. And so we cut it and he was excited about it. So we've got these four songs, but when's the album coming? We have uh, an outline of an idea of what we think. We don't have a set date, but I think, um, you know, this year I would say for sure. And, you know, we have most of the album recorded um, and we're super excited about it. So I think, you know, we don't know for sure, but we we might just release the rest. We might release a few more. We don't know. We might release it tomorrow. You never know. Right. It's kind of the beauty of just the way you know, music is released these days. You can kind of like just do whatever you want. If we write, we might write something tomorrow and get super excited about it and just want to put it out. So that's that's the beauty of it, of the way the model is just blown wide open. Now you don't have to drop an album. You can you can drop a double album. You can drop four songs, three songs, whatever. So we're just gonna keep writing, keep recording, and hopefully keep putting it out. You know, I want to talk about "Ain't Gotta Worry." Oh, nice. Love it. Thank you. Tell us about that Thank song. You. We wrote that years ago. That's one. Really? Of, that's an older one. Yeah, that we wrote on the road when we were writing for our third album. So the album with Make It Sweet and One Man Band on it. We were writing, and then it was I think Kenny had it on hold for a good long time too. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, I don't remember why it came up in the conversation. There were so many songs swirling around this time, and we brought that one back up. We wrote it out on the road with Shane and Josh Osborne and. Um, it's just really fun. Just really came to life, and yeah, it really kind of um, it came to life. It's a great word. Came to life when we were down in uh, Key West. I feel like something about walking into that studio in that mindset. It's like, oh, this is just going to happen. It is yeah. funny how that happens too when you have a song that's been around, and it's just a timing thing. Like for whatever reason, it wasn't right three years ago, four years ago, and then all of a sudden we're playing through it, 
going, this song is awesome. Why did we, why have we never recorded this song yet? So it was just meant to be now. Okay, so it's funny that you mentioned Kenny, because as soon as I heard Easier Said with Rum, I'm like, how did Kenny not snag we like, this? Don't play this. <laughs> I wonder if this one. My God, if he heard that with the blue chair bay, like, yeah. I mean, seriously, did you hide it from him? Definitely or? was like a conscious decision not to pitch it to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. When I was listening to it, I'm like, oh my God, it's I've so got good. the whole vibe of like being on the boat, you're hanging mm-hmm. out, you've got drinks, it's just, it's all going down so easy and smooth. So tell us the story behind this one. That one we wrote in, at Brad's house too. Uh, it was me and Brad and Chase McGill and Matt Jenkins. And uh, it was an awesome day. Just kind of, again, one of those things like when we wrote One Man Band, we we wrote it in one form and then it changed into the form that it's in. It really brought it to life. And the same thing happened with this song. We wrote it with a more kind of upbeat feel. And then right before, I mean, I was packing my stuff up right before to, to leave. And right before I left, Chase like, started playing it on the piano, like this real chill thing. And we were like, let's record a version like that. And then it became this really, really brought out the emotion in that song because it it has all the like little like, you know, catchphrases and twists on words and like little winks in there that could be very lighthearted. But the way we ended up recording it was so emotional and one of the like most really emotional, you know, moments in the studio recording music that, that I've ever experienced and I'm glad we experienced it and would never want to experience again because we were all everybody's like crying sorry I'm sorry took so long to roll off my tongue I guess it's easier said with The No Bad Vibes Tour launches next week. So what can fans expect now that you're headlining again after touring with Kenny last year? I'm looking forward to uh, a longer set where we can breathe a bit and the fans can like hear new music instead of us just trying to like make sure we deliver every hit that we have at the highest Leaf blower, as they say. Yeah, exactly. So instead of being like just on the verge of leaf blower, maybe we can we can breathe a bit. Did you hear that? He subtly complained about having to play all of our hits. For our fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's hard. It you get, when you pack them in, when you get so many, and yeah. then you only got so much time. Yeah, that, that, yeah. I get it. Yeah. No, it's, de- it's more hits, more problems. Things. That's yeah. what I was about to say. That's yeah. a, I mean, really stinks when you've got so many hits that your fans get. Also, mad. a good uh, album title for the next album: More Hits, More Problems. <laughs> um, you get started. Uh, first leg is in Evansville. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Right up the road. But then you guys are going to Canada yeah. at the end of the month. I mean, you do realize, like. It's probably the coldest time of the year. Yeah. It's kind of what we do, though. We realize it because we've been out there two other times. (laughs) It's negative 30 degrees. Yeah, we wind up in there when it's super cold. Yeah. They don't care, man. They don't. People, you'll see, like, people, we're out in the bus, and it's like a 10-foot walk to the door, and we're putting on every layer Mm -hmm. we can just to get inside, and then you'll see people, like, girls in, like, skirts and tank tops running across the parking lot. (laughs) They don't care. That's amazing. normal to them. Hardcore. Well, yeah. and I do think it's going to be fun to watch you guys sing like all these warm weather vibes. I was going to say that. Vibes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I want to ask about last year's tour. 
which was incredible. We got to be there at Nissan Stadium. It was so yeah. much fun. Um, also, thank you for doing your pop-up on my birthday. It yeah, was like right. the best birthday for gift yeah. ever. Yeah. And your dad's birthday, too. Yes. Right? Because yeah. I started singing Happy Birthday, and I was like, and my friends were like, oh, they're like, this for Trevor's dad. I'm like, okay. But that show was so much fun. So you were out with Kenny, obviously, Carly Pierce, Dan, and Shay. Did you guys get to write with Dan, Shay, or Carly? No. We've done that Kenny tour with other big artists and we were always like, we got to write this time, you know? We should we should do that all the time. <laughs> it never happens. I don't know why. So no, we didn't. It's just everyone's got their own routine. And no one will write with us. So all the things that come into play. <laughs> There's a like, lot. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, thank you. No one says yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we knock on the door. Yeah. And they hey, Charlie. Never mind. <laughs> um, you know, Little Big Town was in here not too long ago, and they told us something that we thought was interesting. When they make a decision, it has to be all in or nothing. Wow. If they all don't agree, then it's a no-go. How do you guys make decisions? Is it similar? Or well, is we have it... an odd number. It's easier. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we get a tiebreaker. Yeah. Our sweet wit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, we have a fifth member. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I love wit so much. But is it still, though, if if you all don't agree, is it a no-go? Or... It depends on the decision. If it's a big enough decision, we all need to sit down and Agree. Yeah, some of it's like, hey, man, you care about this more than I do. So, yeah, cool. There, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of yeah. like, this one's not important to me, but it's obviously very important to you. We're grown men. Yeah. 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 We are. 14 year old sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. Also true. <laughs> no Bad Vibes Tour starts and check out the sampler. The sampler platter is mm-hmm. available right now. It's so good. Not an EP. It's not, not an EP. It is a sampler. Nor is it a platter. Memory lane. So good. <laughs> Maybe the second set could be called the platter. The first four oh. sampler. Next would be the platter. Oh. You're welcome. Uh-huh. Last week, Amazon Music unveiled their 2023 class of breakthrough artists to watch. And we're going to be introducing you to them individually over the first part of the year here on Country Heat Weekly. Each artist came into the Country Heat house for a video shoot And of course, our microphones were listening in. Nate Smith cites Garth Brooks and Tom Petty as his influences. And we've been loving his hit single, Whiskey on You. Take your seat as a fly on the wall as he tells us a little more of his story. My name is Nate Smith. I now live in Nashville, Tennessee. Moved here in the middle of the pandemic um, and uh, making music for a living. It's amazing. My hometown is Paradise, California. Uh, It's a small town um, about an hour and a half north of Sacramento. We had an amazing Foster Freeze there at one time, and I just love shakes and Foster Freezes. That was a plug on Foster Freeze, everybody. To describe my music, I'd say it's heartfelt, um, it's emotional, but it's also like uh, energetic. Like I've got party songs and then I've got like ballads and stuff, and I just feel like it's songs that are real for me. And I'd say there's a there's a level of hope in the songs, and I'd say there's a level of vulnerability in the songs. Um, if no one's ever heard my music before and they're like, what is it that you do? I'd probably tell them to listen to Sleeve. Oh, there ain't no slowing me down I wear mine on my sleeve um, that's, that's my favorite song, um, and that came from my past and the story is completely accurate and true and everything and I'd say that's 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 the one. One couple came up to me at the Opry and they literally had, I have a song called Under My Skin, they tattooed it on their arms. Then they came up to me like in tears and they're like, this song is literally a story, it's like a redemption story. There's a little bit of that in a lot of my songs. It's like hope and redemption kind of thing. They were literally in tears like this, every lyric, every word, like it's just, it's our story, man. Every fear, every Every painful 
What I love about being a country artist is <laughs> you can drink, um, you can cuss, and you can talk about God, and you can kind of do all these things at once. You know, it's like you can just be as authentic as 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 you are. You know, that's what I love so much about being a country artist. I can sing about real life stuff, and and if you're not your authentic self, like they'll let you know. In 2023, I'm I'm really excited because uh, my my debut album comes out February 17th. I've always wanted to put out an album. When I was a kid, I would like make up fake songs on on like Microsoft Paint and like in a little thing, and then I would like try to like grab like a logo of a record label and put it on there. And like you know, I just I, I had a dream to do this like forever. And um, so I'm putting out an album. I get to tour uh, with Thomas Rhett and Cole Swindell, so that's gonna be pretty sick. getting to know Nate just a little bit better. In fact, he's going to be joining us as our center stage guest next month when his debut album comes out. First, though, we're hanging with another rising star, Jackson Dean, who Kelly and I both just adore. We've talked to him a couple of times, but I want to dig in a little more to his backstory because his reputation precedes him. Yeah, I mean, I'm making a list, too. There are a lot of things I've heard about Jackson, his upbringing, perhaps, that I'm not sure are entirely true. So we'll have to find out. Let us know who you want us to feature on the show, whether it's a current artist or someone we should rediscover. Find us on either Twitter or Instagram. I'm Hey, it's Amber A. And I'm the Kelly Sutton. Use the hashtag Country Heat Weekly on your posts. And if you're listening on a platform that has podcast reviews, we'd love for you to take the time to give us those five stars and share a little about why you like the show. Thanks, friends. We carry the heat theme all the way to the end of the show, wrapping with a burning question that we ask the stars. These are the things you need to know. Like, for instance, say you're throwing a cocktail party. You need to know what kind of liquor to stock. Country Heat Weekly to the rescue. We've got a rundown of the stars' favorite cocktails. Also, please make sure you invite us to the party. If Kelsey Ballerini, Dirks Bentley... Ingrid Andrus, Frank Gray, Hardy, and Megan Maroney are on the guest list. You need to have plenty of tequila. Margarita. Um, spicy margarita. 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 Tequila soda, splash of lime. Spicy margarita. Luke Combs and Randy Hauser need Lynchburg's finest on hand. Oh, Jack and Diet. Probably just a Jack and Coke. Here are a few other ideas for your cocktail menu from Dina Carter, Jordan Davis, TJ Osborne, and L. King. Well, wine, 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 always. But I have to tell you, and I don't drink this very often, cucumber jalapeno-infused tequila with a little bit of lime in there. It is so good. Manhattan. Uh, old-fashioned. Ooh, uh, not gonna lie. I like uh, Cosmigos with a little white claw. Extra trashy. <laughs> we wouldn't expect anything less, Elle. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Country Heat Weekly ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at listenerstudy.com. Country Heat Weekly is a production of Amazon Music and Wondery. Executive producer is Melissa Locker for Nevermind Media. Senior producer is Joyce Reiser. Recording engineer, Aaron Dethridge. Sound design by Debbie Daughtry. Production assistance from Rick Hamilton, Annie Reuter, Madeline O'Connell, 
Tim Einenkel, and Jeremy Chua. Our theme song, Country Time, was written and performed by Mia Byrne. The team for Amazon Music and Wondery includes Nathan Brackett, Michelle Kammerer, Emily Feld, Callum Blues, Emily Belote, and Jenny Tay. The executive producers for Wondery are Dave Easton and Marshall Louie. This episode, essential production support from Marley, Steve, Grace, Winnie, Moses, Wicket, Osmo, Abby, Buck, Bunny, Minnie, and Stormy, and all the other very good dogs out there. Find and follow Country Heat Weekly on Amazon Music or wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll get the latest episodes just as soon as they drop. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Rhea Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.